The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jan Jeffcoat, and welcome to episode 21 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our conversation with Niall Gardner, advisor to former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. Right now, the world on edge as Russia threatens an invasion of Ukraine and cutting off the natural gas supply it sends to Europe if sanctions are imposed. NATO also has forces on standby, including 8,500 U.S. troops. And now President Biden has warned of personal sanctions against Russian President Vladimir Putin, who has threatened again to cut off the supply of natural gas it sends to Europe. Joining us now to discuss is the previous ambassador to former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, Niall Gardner. Niall, good morning to you. Welcome to the National Desk. Good morning, thank you. Current British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said now more than ever, it is important for the West to unite. We know Europe relies on Russia for 40% of its natural gas. So this clearly could set off a global energy crisis. Explain the power play here with Russia and Ukraine and what we can expect moving forward. Well, thank you for having me on the show uh, today. And without a doubt, as uh, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has, has made clear, uh, this is a major crisis. Uh, perhaps the biggest uh, crisis uh, uh, in Europe actually since World War II. The Russians basically are threatening to invade uh, Ukraine in what would be the biggest military action, I think, on European soil since 1945. Uh, and the British Prime Minister is urging the free world to stand together united against the Russian threat. And the British, of course, have been at the forefront of sending defensive weapons uh, to the Ukrainians. You have uh, also, a lot of British military personnel on the ground in Ukraine who are actively helping to train the Ukrainian uh, military. And so Boris Johnson is uh, really leading, I think, uh, the charge in, in Europe to, to stand up against uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, I would say the risk of invasion and the prospect of invasion uh, in the next uh, few weeks is very, very real. It's very high. Uh, and I think that Putin really means business here. He has about 135,000 troops on the border with Ukraine. The Russians want to basically bring Ukraine back into their sphere of influence. Uh, and Putin is behaving really like a, a bully and a tyrant here. And it's important that the free world stands up to Putin uh, and his ambitions. Unfortunately, Europe is very divided over this issue. Uh, the Germans, for example, refused to support the sending of any uh, weaponry to uh, Ukraine. The Germans are heavily en energy dependent, of course, upon uh, Russia. So you have an appeasement mindset that exists within some European countries. Other European countries are, are standing firm against the Russians, but Europe is deeply divided on this on this issue. Yeah, and you describe President Biden as looking extremely clueless on the international stage with his handling of this conflict. So let's talk about what's at stake here. What direct action do you think President Biden should be doing instead? What would you define as a firm message against Russia at this point? Well, I think the you know the Biden administration is starting to uh, adopt a more robust position, but. Some of it is too little, too late. And you know, Joe Biden's you know press conference on Ukraine recently was an absolute disaster. In fact, it was condemned by the the leaders of uh, of Ukraine's government, actually. Uh, and Biden really has sent a message of you know of uh, weakness, actually, towards uh, Putin in many respects. 
But now you're seeing more U.S. forces being sent to Eastern Europe to uh, bolster the NATO uh, flank uh, in the Baltic states especially. Uh, you're also seeing the United States ramping up the sending of defensive weapons to, to Ukraine. But a lot more should have been done earlier. There's a lot of talk now, certainly from uh, the from the Biden White House, about uh, a range of sanctions that could be applied against Russia uh, in the event of an invasion of Ukraine. Uh, we have to, in terms of sanctions, uh, be talking about all sorts of nuclear options here, including uh, removing Russia altogether from the SWIFT international banking system. The US and the UK are now discussing that. The Germans, again, have been opposed to this. But we need to really hit the Russians very, very hard on the economic front uh, in order to inflict you know, maximum uh, damage in the event of any kind of uh, you know, Russian invasion. But we also need to ensure that the Ukrainians can defend themselves, defend their own territory, defend their own sovereignty, uh, and, and make a Russian invasion as difficult as possible. We also need to ensure that our NATO allies are fully defended in the Baltic states, Poland, for example. We need to see more uh, you know, Western military firepower uh, on the, the NATO border with, with Russia to send a message to the Russians that if they decide to attack NATO territory, there will be massive consequences for them. And, and Niall, the president did mention, too, these personal sanctions against Putin, something that was imposed on leaders like Bashar al-Assad or Muammar Gaddafi. How effective, though, are these sanctions to a powerhouse like Russia? Well, I think sanctions have some, you know, some effect. But, you know, the reality is the threat of sanctions uh, basically... Um, they're not enough to deter a Russian invasion here. Uh, the Russians have been hit by, by multiple sanctions over the course of the last few years. Some of those have been damaging. The Trump administration actually imposed very uh, severe sanctions against, uh, against Russia. Uh, I think that you know, sanctions are an important part of a broader overall uh, strategy. But we have to project you know, strength and resolve in the face of uh, the Russian threat. The United States has to play a stronger role here. I think Joe Biden has been very weak. You know, Joe Biden should be on European soil right now, actually rallying the entire NATO alliance here in the face of the overall Russian threat. Uh, Biden has seen as many of our European partners actually as, uh, as somewhat confused and unreliable uh, on, the, on the world stage. And I was in London just a few days ago. Uh, and there was a widespread view among, among British policymakers that you know Biden's leadership on the Ukraine issue has been very weak. In fact, one senior British official told me Biden's stance had been uh, appalling and completely useless, actually, uh, with regard to uh, the Russia-Ukraine uh, crisis. So we have to see stronger U.S. leadership on this matter and a more robust stance taken by the U.S. president himself. Now, Gardner, great to get your expertise and your opinion on this this morning. We appreciate you joining us. I hope we can chat again soon about this. My pleasure. Thank you. That's episode 21 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or stream it on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.